1: Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles, brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Live from Los Angeles, it's time for the
2: main event of the evening. I'm not even gonna um, dance around this bad boy. We got Quake in the studio. Hell yeah! Earthquake. All day.
3: Legend. Tell him yeah. one more time. Legend. God damn it, right? Hey, I
2: got a question. You ever been in an
4: earthquake?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I was high, and I thought the world was coming to an end. <laughs> no, I couldn't have Yeah, well, man. I was high playing Street Fighter. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> I was, and shit started shaking. <laughs> and I ran outside, and it was a crack in the ground. And I thought that old shit, oh, no, I almost get sucked up by the street.
2: Uh, yeah. Are you high. It was,
3: yeah, it was. Yeah.
4: That was a different type of high?
3: You know what I mean? No, not so, that kind. Okay. of it's cool, cool, a cool. natural high. I mean, you know. Look at that guy. Never, never out of control high. You know what, like, what I mean?
4: That's how you get high right there. Yeah. know oh, nothing about that. I mean I never been high. Right? You never been high? Nah, man. One that's day strict, you should old try. Old school parents. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Man. Mine's worth it too. Oh, oh, oh.
3: But you have to live life. I done had my Rick James moment. Oh, I never
4: had
2: a Rick James moment.
3: Oh man, Rick is the best. Hold
2: hey, on, all right, we hey, stop. Hold on, we got Terrence Crawford on the show. All right, and then so we are gonna cut that. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on, no, no, we gonna
4: keep that. Hey, did y'all two know Rick James was in life? Nah. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, no, no. Hey, <laughs> hey Terrence, you know that? You know that, Terrence? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all weak. Nah, I y'all knew weak. It was I knew you playing
2: right. I'm not spank. No, he was spank in the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: What up, champ?
1: What's up? with it?
3: Earthquake. Nice to meet you,
1: brother. I love Appreciate your fight. Nice you to meet man. you, too. Great. You're the man, dog. Good luck
2: on the... 29. What's the word? What's the word? Man, we just want to check your temperature for a second. That's all.
1: Shit, man. You know my temperature is, is getting hot.
2: Yes, sir.
4: You ready to whoop
1: some ass? Am I? Yeah. Come on, man.
4: Hey Terrence, this is the biggest debate in the world right now. You know, you know I got the other guy. You know, we'd have had this conversation. You you you'd have blocked me and everything. It's all good. You know we got. That's you still my I ain't guy. I never
1: block you. I, I just I, let <laughs> you
4: know what it was. <laughs> you kept it real with me. <laughs> hey, but Terrence, it's like after I have an argument with somebody, I'm like, damn, I still, damn, I can see a million ways Terrence can win. Like this fight, bro, is that damn good, bro. Oh,
1: it's gonna be a great fight, man. Uh I know Arrow training hard. I'm training hard, and come July 29th, we all gonna go out there, we're gonna put it all on the line.
4: Is this what you, as a kid, dreaming, watching boxing, is this what you always been waiting on in your life, to be the guy and D fight?
1: Well, I always dreamed of being a world champion. You know, uh, seeing great fights, you always wonder, you know, uh, Am I gonna ever be in a great fight that's always talked about for years? Am I gonna be in a war? Like you ask yourself them type of questions as a fighter, but you never know. You know, a lot of fights that they say, oh, this fight is gonna be a great fight, it don't turn out to be as great as people expected it to. A, because one person is so dominant, or B, the other person is just using his, his smarts and his skills to uh, deflect the other person's game plan. So I feel like this fight is going to be a fight where we're going to box, we're going to bang, we're going to brawl, we're going to do it all.
2: Crawford, for any fighter, or not any fighter, but anybody who looks at this fight and thinks that you can't win, what what are they missing about Terrence Crawford that, that makes them feel like you're not going to win this fight?
1: Well, I think they're just missing a whole... I would say everything about Terrence Crawford. I've been the underdog my whole career. Um, Coming into this fight, I feel as if a lot of people was writing me off saying, oh, well, Arrow's bigger, Arrow's stronger, he's more technical, his jab is better, he's better defensive, he can take a punch better. So, you know, I'm just sitting here and I'm licking my chops because I know who I am. You know, and I know what I'm capable of. I've been in this predicament before where a lot of people say, oh, well, I don't think Terrence is going to be able to beat this guy. I don't know how Terrence is going to do with this guy. He's bigger, he's stronger. And, you know, the outcome is the same.
2: I got one more question for you. I'm going to let Quake ask you something. Um, I learned how to, early on in my career, my 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 switch was always flipped. It was a stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. And it was fight, 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 train, train, train. And then I slowly started to learn how to just mature, turn that switch off, live my life, turn the switch on when I needed to, and just, you know, fight by fight, switch came on, switch came off. For you, it seemed like that switch really don't go off. Tell tell me, like, do your switch, do you have an on and off switch? Uh, I don't know, man. I just always have
1: that, that, that chip on my shoulder, being that, like I said, I was always, the 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 one person that a lot of people didn't believe in. I was always the person that you know didn't get enough credit. I was always the person that was overlooked, or I was the smaller person, like on the basketball or the football field. So, you know, all my life I had this chip on my shoulder, feeling like I gotta prove myself to the world. Why I feel like I can't be beat or. I'm better than this guy in basketball, I'm better than this guy in football, but they still giving him all the attention. They still giving him my job. So it's my it's my job to go out there
2: and just take it. That's you know, one, they ain't gonna give it to me, so I might as well take it. That's one thing I always tell people is that uh, Terrence got this chip on his shoulder, the size of the world, and it's like, I, at this point, do you even think that chip is ever gonna go anywhere or are you just you gonna live with that chip the rest <laughs> of your life? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man.
1: It's just it's just in me, you know. Uh, I don't know, it's in me. Like at times I'll be cool, I'll be chilling, you know, you've been around me, but I'm just so competitive. Yeah. You know, I just think that it just been my competitive nature. Like, okay, you you doubt me. I can throw the ball 60 yards. Oh, right, here we go. <laughs> here we so go. We was out there. <laughs> We was out there, and I was throwing against
2: wind, and hollering- What I is I he talking
1: about? Hey, and Sean, and I kept throwing until I got it, right? Kept throwing until you got it. We
2: and, was out there for about an hour. I mean, I'm I'm no stranger to the sport, and so I'm like, I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking to myself like, all right, bro, like, you got to let it go because you got things that you need to do, <laughs> and I don't want anything that happens to be a reflection of me. I'm like, yo, you just got to let it go, but I know you. So I know that saying that to you ain't gonna do no good. I don't know if you recognize, but I just went in the house because I'm like he ain't gonna stop. I come back out and it's, everybody like, yeah, that was about, <laughs> that was we about sixty. We all gave up. Oh, I still don't think you threw a sixty. <laughs> man,
1: I threw a sixty, man. Quay, you got something? Don't be on? a hater.
4: Um, but my
3: man, brother, uh, I, I love the way you fight because I, I'm a fight fan. And watching your fights, I see how you make in-game adjustments when you're fighting. And and that's just beautiful. What is
1: the key you, for you to win this fight? I think just being myself. That's it. I'm in tremendous shape. Uh, I'm, I'm mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm all intact. I think just being myself. Going out there and have fun, not putting too much pressure on myself, trying to do things that I'm not accustomed to doing just because, you know, I feel like, oh, well, this is Errol Spence. They say he's this, they say that. So for 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 me, it's just going out there and have fun. This is something that I do on a day-to-day basis. This is something that I've been doing since I was a little kid. So there's nothing he's going to be able to do to me that I haven't seen before. I've seen somebody come strong and uh, bang the body or a puncher or, you know, use your jab. I didn't face them all. And, my, and I've been boxing since I was seven. So it's all about capitalizing on the little things. And that's what's going to lead me to the uh, victory come fight night.
3: A lot of people think it's because um, Earl, his pace, that he starts fast and and he goes off of it, do you, at any point, do you feel any way that you have to set the pace for him or just allow him to come to you as a counterpuncher if he's going to come after you?
1: Well, once again, I didn't face people that try to set the pace at a high level. I then came across people that just come gun blazing, you know, but at the same time, there's a risk in doing that. So a lot of people... They don't understand the fact that, yeah, you can come guns blazing. You can come, you know, at a high pace, but you want to catch something as well. And if you catch something that you don't feel that you can take on a consistent basis, basis, then you're going to retreat and you're going to go to something different. So a lot of people, they just banking on Arrow, just walking me down and just walking through my shots. and And, you know, so be it. But I can assure you that that's not going to be the case come fight night.
4: And uh, a lot of people got mad at me that I compared you. We broke down basketball analogies. I said Terrence Crawford's LeBron. Earl is uh, Tim Duncan. Big fundamental. You got that uh, LeBron can do everything. I ain't saying LeBron's Jordan, but Terrence can do damn near everything. But the way Tim Duncan does stuff is so damn perfect. Like what uh, Terrence said, he's seen that before, but the way Earl do it, just consistent, and his the fundamentals ain't nothing really too special about Earl's game, but his fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And then when you see Terrence Crawford, he damn near can do it all. Yeah. And then when they played, that was that was good games. Yeah. Hell, that was wars. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We get in a war, and it's just great. It's greatness on greatness. They both have their own style, but it's greatness on greatness. For sure.
2: Tim last thing I got for you uh how you feel about the the promotion so far to this point I know you know obviously I did the 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 um press conference in l a the press conference in New York you feel like this is the promotional side of this is as big as the fight itself. I feel like
1: the promotional side is 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 big and the right but I think a lot of people don't understand the magnitude of the fight that's about to be in front of him.
2: Yeah. Hey. Uh. uh I'm. So- yeah. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. The reason why I say that is because,
1: you know, a lot of people don't know what's at stake.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot yeah. of people don't know the history. A lot of people don't know what an undisputed unified welterweight champion is. They just look at it like, oh, well. This is a fight that everybody's been waiting for. This is the fight that everybody's been uh, calling for. But they don't know what's at stake. Everything is on the line. Pound for pound, number one fighter in the world. uh, The first uh, undisputed welterweight champion of the world. uh, The first two-time undisputed champion of the world. You know, and myself. Like, there's a lot on the line right now that uh, a lot of people don't understand the magnitude of this fight. You got two great fighters fighting in a prime that's so dominant, that's both undefeated, that no, neither one of them got a blemish on their record. And, you know, uh, can't nobody uh, pick a winner, really.
2: Last thing, and then we're going to let you go. In our f- you got one? Go ahead. Hey
4: Terrence, you know there's a little rumor going around that y'all sparred once. Shout out to Shane Mosley Senior. He said, "I guess he, I I don't know. He was there. I don't know. Was you there?" He said he was there. I don't know. I I, I Terrence, you know, I didn't. I this I, <laughs> I knew it was there. this wrong. I didn't even click on it. I said Terrence I love, would have said something.
1: Hey, listen. I love Shane. I love Shane. You know, but. I ain't gonna gonna say nothing. Everybody (laughs) okay.
4: All right, so everybody (laughs) got
2: your answers because people keep asking me. I said they would have said something. Hey, moving forward, last thing, and then we're gonna let you go. Uh, when I looked at my fight against you and I was analyzing the fight, I wanted the fight to be a lot like Marvin Hagler versus Tommy Hearns in my mind. That's what I was gearing up for. I had war on the back of my all my stuff, all that. I mean, like, I was ready to go to war with you. For this fight is there a historic fight that you've looked at and you say yo that's me and that's me and arrow on fight night
1: not at all because like i always said i always said this my whole career you know um i'm none of those fighters i'm i'm terence crawford so when they ask me the question um who you want to be like or who you want to jab like, or this and that about this fighter. I say, I don't want to be like nobody. I want to be like Terrence Crawford. So this fight is going to be about Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. Man. I don't want to compare it to nobody else but Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence because at the end of the day, years down the line, they're going to be talking about the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight. Let me ask this real question.
3: Picking back on what you said previously, why do you think it's not translating the significance of this fight other than with the diehard boxing fans? Because the you know I'm doing a little a couple of things for it, BBC for it, and I'm I, in the advertising for the fight, and I'm a, I've been waiting for this fight for two years for between you two brothers. But like you said, I'm not getting the the average Joe knowing the significance of this fight that you just previously said was on the line in two great fighters. Why Why do you think it's not translating other than just with the diehards?
1: Because it's easy. It's easy to understand. You know, when you look at two black fighters, the first thing that the media want is us to disrespect each other and go out there and act a fool and uh, do things off the wall and be something that we not. Mm-hmm. But once you got two, Two grown men that's respectful. That respect one another, respect each other' uh, skills and their craft. But at the same time, we 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 tell each other in a respectful way that I'm gonna whip your ass. Come fight time, you know, I'm gonna be vit- victorious. But I respect you as a fighter and what you did and what you accomplished. But come fight time, you know, it ain't gonna be no uh friends. It ain't going to be no respect. It ain't going to be none of that. I'm going to try to take your head off. So when you look at the the average Joe, they want us to be like Conor McGregor. They want us to be like Floyd Mayweather. They want us to talk like Tyson. They want us to talk like Ali because that's entertaining to them, you know, but that's, that's not, that's not Terrence Crawford. That's not Errol Spence, but we do all our entertaining in the ring. That's why the people come to see us fight. That's why the people pay to see us fight because I can do a lot of talking outside the ring, but inside the ring, I might not be as entertaining. Mm -hmm. So when you come to see Terrence Crawford fight, it's going to be an entertaining fight. When you come to see Earl Spence fight, it's going to be an entertaining fight. So I can assure you, July 29th, when Terrence Crawford and Aero Spence both collide, is going to be an entertaining fight.
2: Exactly. I mad big dog. We looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Appreciate you for, for picking up the line, man, and getting on with us for a minute. And uh, I'll just check in with you, big dog, make sure everything is good. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Good luck on the okay. 29th. Sure. You know. Peace out. Appreciate you. Stay blessed, bro. I told him. Ten minutes. The hell y'all doing? We
3: had questions. <laughs> hey, man, once you get them on. Let man. me tell you why it ain't translating. You, you never know if
2: you want them huh? again. I'll tell you why it ain't translating. These belts is watered down. People don't know who the champ, who the champion is. Boots walked out with a belt last night. Yeah, that
3: was the WBC. That was IBF. Well, something he had. It was IBF. He had boots yeah, last yeah. night.
2: Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, no disrespect to Boots and an amazing fight that he had. But what IBF are you? Because as far as we know, one of them guys right there got three. The other one got one. Right. And so it's just it's really hard for people to connect to the fight game because they see so many belts every time they turn on the TV. And then they have to ask somebody, hey, what's that belt mean? Yeah. And then somebody that truly know, like, yeah, that ain't really, you know, yeah. that ain't the guy. Right. You can't, You <laughs> we say that ain't the guy, like, yeah. damn near every other week. Right. And right. when you're saying that all the time, these people are like, okay, well... Please let me know when some, when the guys are getting in the ring. And this time the guys are getting in the ring, but like he just said, they black, they don't really they ain't really loud like that. Right. You got to actually see them in the ring in order to be entertained by them. And so a lot of people just like, "Oh, okay, that's a great fight, huh?" Yeah. Well, is Floyd going to be there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the best thing you can do is get stars in the in the stands. Okay. Best thing you can do is get stars talking about this fight in the next week. Yeah, they go I mean cuz um because they deserve you it. Feel, you just don't,
3: even from a promotional part, you just don't feel that I'm in this business. Yeah. The electricity. Yeah. You know, it's certain fights with all the, without the belt, it's yeah. certain fight yeah. that is electricity yeah. that you yeah. want to see them to come together to yeah. fight. And I am a fight fan. Yeah. But I have to sell it to the people casuals. who, the casuals, they're like, hey, man, this is what it is. Them 10 is a great one. And I'm so surprised that it doesn't translate what he said. And I just wanted his honest opinion on on what it
2: is. Now, let's keep it real. They are a part of that. Because there's ways to create a buzz every single week and every single day in certain aspects for for certain fights. And so they are a part of that because day by day, they could be posting some some off-the-wall type stuff, you know, hitting the bag with with Terrence's face on it, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Crushing a, a can that... That, you know, drank it and it had arrows facing. You know what All I mean? Right. Like, it's things that you can do. Well, let's be realistic
3: you know what what now. Let's be realistic with the fight game. There always has been the good guy and the foe. Yeah. The bad guy. and yeah. it's That just goes along with it. A lot of times people came to see Floyd fight hoping that he lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the same thing with Ali and the rest of on morning. It's an entertaining. I remember, um, um, <laughs> Don King saying something, allegedly said something to uh, Larry Holmes one time when Larry Holmes said, I I, I want some more money for the fight. He said, if you were shit, I couldn't even get flies, pay flies to come see you. (laughs) All right, Trump (laughs) Don King. Oh,
0: man.
3: (laughs) you you so goddamn boring. If you was a piece of shit, I couldn't even get flies to come see you. Damn. And... As an entertainer, I know this, you know what I mean? It is your responsibility yeah. for me, no matter how funny I am, yeah. I have to get ass in seats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fortunately for me, my talent and my jokes take it. I don't need the outside things to do it on there. So yeah. I stay with it. But you know, it's a lot of other comedians that use different kinds of tactics that get people to get them into their seat. And like he said, you know, it's just like fighters do all that, and then the fight sucks. <laughs> and then you got great <laughs> fighters like that. I'm saying they are, you know, both of them. Um, Bud and um, Earl are low-key brothers, mm. soft-spoken, mm-hmm. you know, say little, you know, but carry a big C type. And that translates to pure boxing fan but outside and what i mean by outside women generates everything you need women like i want to see this fight who is this dude so when a woman wants to go to the fight it draws us into the fight and yeah. that's how it comes yeah, yeah. you when know we, know we go we go <laughs> exactly so they are they are the number one consumer you
2: ain't going <laughs> you
4: know so that's on that but um we going to the fight to it. <laughs> so do. you think earl gonna win yeah i got earl spence mm-hmm. uh Terrence my guy, but he sent me a text and he said, hey, you on the side, stay over there. But no, I got Earl Spence.
2: You know? uh, yeah. That's good. I, I don't know. How do you just, like, say, you know? I don't know. How er- do you say er- what? Well, Earl's er- going to win. Like, how do you just flat out, like, Oh, no. Right. Obviously, I said, we, if you watch the show, caveat, you, you know if, I, I would
4: have broke said, it down a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. But it's still, <laughs> after I break it down, I still say, damn, can he win? After I, I can't even think sides for a ten. But you've been in there with both of them. Yeah, that's, that's So you going. should bet and yeah, tell well, come us. Come on, you tell me.
3: Yeah, I mean you've been in there with both of them. You tra- you, know? you betting right? No, I'm betting. No, so I'm trying I, to make some money. No, I, I listen. Once once I get that money from the white folks, I don't give it back to nobody else. I keep it to myself.
2: That's, I haven't
4: heard. Yeah, I have heard of white folks since my daddy died. Yeah.
2: Honestly, <laughs> as as a fighter myself, I would bet on the pressure of Errol Spence Jr. If I was going to bet. I would bet on the pressure of Errol Spence Jr. because I fought that kind of style and so I know where where it can lead you to. Mm. Um, But Terrence has a whipping right hand and he got a whipping left hand. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is he got power in both hands. There's no telling which way he's going to come out, which way he's going to stay, whatever the case may be. He has the ability to turn and and get Errol to move his feet, get him off balance. Terrence has the ability to punch in between the shots, which I think he's going to really, that's where he's going to have his most success is when, because Arrow's like this. The most success he can have is when Arrow opens up. Through a shot. Because Arrow coming right back. And so you got to do, it's got to be two things. This is what I did to be Arrow. A lot of punches. That keeps his hands at home. He got to do this. When you when you offense, offense, somebody got to do this. And then when I was not offense, I was moving. I was turning. I was trying to pivot and create other openings and things like that. Terrence has to do all that. You know what Earl I mean, so. has great defense, Sean. Now I've been
4: watching. Every fight, he is... Like, once that, that that punch is gone, it's coming right back. Great defense. His defense is on. Like, one yeah. of the best defense in boxing. Yeah. And it's just the fundamentals, man. It's just... The A to B is great for him. Yeah. I just see
3: Earl, the pace.
4: Yeah. You know the, what I mean? it's the, yeah.
3: Just the pace, yeah. the, the constant... The
4: championship rounds.
3: Just... No, just... I watch, I, I watch Bud fight. You know, he, he. I just think when Earl is gonna put him on a pace that's gonna. It never stops. That just keeps on, stops. just just keep going. That's gonna make him. If I had to bet, if I was a betting man, eventually it's gonna get him to just fight at a pace
4: that he's not comfortable at. Sean, earthquake breaking it down with the pace. Do you, as Terrence? I mean, I don't know. Terrence, does he wait for that pace to slow down and he can get take his moment or you just jump in there and we just gonna rumble?
2: Because no, If I you fought, don't catch that pace, you, you don't get left behind. When I fought Arrow was a or Terrence, when I fought Terrence, a couple times where I was like, I wanted to initiate and he was ready. He was ready, but y'all didn't fight at that Earl Spence. We didn't fight at that Earl Sean Sp- Porter pace. We didn't. That was different pace, and it was because every time I see it was like he was ready. You know what yeah. I mean? And so we could we could very well have an Earl Spence who ends up being hesitant if he gets caught with one of those punches yeah. where he's releasing and he gets caught. You get caught with a couple of counters. It's like all right now. Let me really try to set this up, and that itself slows down the, uh, yeah, okay. the pace of the fight. Okay. And so yeah, it's advantageous for Terence to try to slow down the pace. But it ain't a reach for him to to slow down the pace. He's a, both, I mean, great fight. Both guys are captains in the ring. Both guys are dictators in the ring. You know what I mean? So I just. Do you take anything from Earl being bigger? I don't think that Earl's bigger. Okay. I don't. I don't think that Earl's bigger. I mean, this is two things that people haven't really talked about. I'm glad we're going to talk about it right now. Talking about Eric, first of all, fighting at 147. He's been 47 his whole career. There's no telling where he's been before he comes down to 47. Right. But what we do know is he's been at 47 since 2012, and that's over 10 years. He's been at 147 pounds. You cannot build muscle by keeping your weight low, which means eventually you're going to shrink your body into whatever weight class you are in if you're holding that weight like that. Okay. It's really. Unless he's cracked the code, I didn't, I wasn't able to crack that code. Well, you know cold. one no.
3: person cracked it uh fucking uh Bernard Hopkins. He stayed 160 since he's been 15 years old. That motherfucker had a 28-inch that's waist. Crazy. That's crazy. Be- uh, that's bur- crazy. Yeah. Hopkins stayed at 160 and the B-hop, whole time. B Hop stayed at 160. But the special thing about uh,
2: the special thing about B Hop was he's so committed and continued to train all the time. And ain't very many fighters that's like that. Errol has been, I'm not saying he is now, but he has gone on a record for being 180, 190 pounds. Okay. Now, there's no telling what you had to do to cut that weight off.
3: Right. And you okay. have
2: to cut that off. Now, let's say he got it all together, and but he's still a big man. He's walking around in 170. Now, he's got to figure out a way to cut from 170. We don't know how big Terrence gets when he, when, when, when he was fighting at 140. Right. We don't know how big he got when, once he got to 147. We don't know how comfortable it is for him to make weight. But right. what we do know is they the same height. Okay. So the best way to break it down is you should just say the package is just a little different. Okay. The Errol Spence package. Earl's a little bigger. Sean. The Errol Spence package looks a little, he, bit, he, thicker, he a little bit bigger. He's a little bigger. Taller, you mean? Yeah, he's a little bigger. A little bit. Be- yeah, he's a little bigger. Man, f- find the numbers. Yeah, he's he a little bigger. Find the numbers. A little I, got, bigger. I got my co-host yeah. over here. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a little uh, bigger. Hey, out
4: of my face. Hey, uh, Sean, who, what's, what's the size of the prediction on fight night? One, what are we going? 155 versus 160, 170?
2: I heard, uh, I heard what um what Bradman said in the in the round table. I really like that. He said against um Danny Garcia, he saw that Errol Spence oh, yeah. didn't look as thick yeah. as he as he thought he would have looked, and he thought he may have stayed in the 150s against that fight against mm-hmm. Danny Garcia. You no know, telling where he was. No telling uh, what the protocol was or the the game plan was that kept him wherever he was. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at the full uh, Errol Spence on Fight Night, we probably looking at one sixty plus. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: I would- uh, Spence, according to BoxRec, Spence is five nine and a half. Terence is five eight. Oh, I thought that one. That's, that's I don't that's,
2: care. I don't care. It's a win. That's box wreck. A You a know a what I mean? Box Wreck. Damn, you're disrespectful. Box rec like Wikipedia. You know what Damn, I mean? You disrespectful. I go to Wiki for everything, and I go to Box hey, Wreck Sean for everything. Hey, what's y'all well. at Box Wreck? 5'5"? <laughs> uh, no. I tried to. I mean, what are you? I don't
4: know. He five. 5'7", <laughs> according to you Box Wreck. Five rec. seven. Damn, you little thing. Little thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: Box Wreck may not be right. <laughs> you at the fight, right? Yes, I will be at the fight. Are you? God's yeah. willing. Are you utilizing that week? Are you coming here to doing any? Anything no, I'm, I'm
3: gonna come down. I'm gonna be at the. Uh, I'm gonna check the weigh in. You know, um, I've been waiting on this fight, um, and I'm gonna be there. I, I try to make all the big fights if I'm not working. Okay. You know, what I mean, I've been following it for a while. I'm intrigued for it. Um, you know, I'm from Washington D.C., so I'm a Sugar Ray Leonard fan. Okay. Um, I was scared for him when he fought Tommy. Yeah. But I uh but when he knocked Tommy out, I fuck with all them niggas with the gators on. <laughs> 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 Let them know that you know what I mean, the hit man was gone off of it. But um I'm looking forward to it. Um and see how good it's gonna be. What's know?
2: the what's the biggest fight you ever been to?
3: Hmm. Man, I've been to so many. Um, I was there, almost got my ass whooped when um when Bernard knocked out, oh. uh, uh, um, knocked out uh, Dale Hoya? Hoya. Yeah,
2: that's shot. when
3: I came to. You hit him in the liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I was talking. Shit, I wish I was an oxymine wiener. He got knocked out <laughs> yeah. on that one. Um, I've been to a lot of the huge fights. Um, uh, of course, I, I made the most of the Tyson fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um uh um I went to see Dante Wilder when he knocked out a few of those cats. Yeah, you know what them. I mean? Yeah. When he fought uh what's the boy from Cuba? Luis uh, Ortiz. Yeah, he hit and you could tell In New York. Luis no, nah, he was here. Vegas. The one here. Yeah. yeah, I was doing a residency here and I left from there and went over to see the fight. And uh you could see Ortiz was upset, saying, "God damn, I let him hit me with the right hand because he was winning the fight all the yeah, way was. through. He was killing him in one him. moment, and one moment, and, and you could. And it's the beautiful thing about um, the boxing game that I love. You know, you never know how tired you is till you have a motherfucker on your ass, <laughs> and nobody can stop it. And." <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he was he was just on the canvas, just hitting his gloves like we practiced this whole training camp, yeah. not with to get right hit hand. with that yeah. punch. Yep. And I could just see it in his face yeah. that he was so disappointed in himself that he allowed him to get caught with that punch. And he caught him with it and it was over.
2: You was over. Uh, you prefer watching fights uh, on live in the in the stadium, or you prefer to watch them on TV?
3: I love to watch the fight on TV. I love to be at the fight because the the excitement and the energy and the, yeah. the corollary with mm-hmm. the it's nothing like yeah. the electricity anticipating a, them two combatants of a fight that's about to happen. There's no there, but actually being at the fight is terrible yeah. because they, they be over That's there, mean, you fucking, right? You still looking up yeah, to yeah. see what you missed. And then the motherfucker, he hit him over there. Yeah. You, you ain't even, cause your Preach. seat, you you over here, Preach. you don't even get to see the punch. Preach. So you done paid $5,000 5, for a ticket The go would just go home to watch the rebroadcast <laughs> to see what really did, how this motherfucker really did get knocked out. So it's, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit if you want you pay, to know the truth.
4: Well, you gotta think, you probably paid what? Five thousand to watch
3: 5, A, a two hundred inch TV? Yeah. Yeah, basically. You understand? But you yeah. know, my friends be there and oh, we well. we sit there and it's and sometimes the fights in the arena is better than the fights in the Oh yeah, they be In rumbling. In, in, in the ring. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Be, when been it's rum- between the two camps. It, you know, it, it, the, when been the a two lot of camps yeah. talking shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they, and when they start at it and you see it and you know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful <laughs> fight night. Is good when it's the electricity, and that's what you know. I hear what he said, and I've been telling people all that it. it just hasn't translated outside of us. And I'm hoping within the next two or three weeks it generates that excitement that everybody want to go to.
2: We've had a lot of comedians on the show in this last uh, last over the course of the last week or whatever, Um, and I see. I've always seen similarities between boxing and the world and life. My dad told me, you know, my dad told me when mm, I was a kid, man. he said, boxing is just like life, he said, in life you're going to get knocked down, you got to get up, you're going to have to keep fighting. The boxing game is the exact same way and I see the similarities between boxing and comedy. As a comedian, has, uh, has it been hard for you to translate to different audiences or have you really just found a knack for the certain audience that you want to translate to?
3: No, I think me, me. if anything, I have similar with uh, Terrence Crawford is you just wanna be consistent and keep winning. Yeah. You can't get out of, out of who you are to generate people to come notice your talent, yeah. you know what I mean? And the difference between him and me is my job is subjective. What's funny to you might not be funny to you. Yeah. You know, I tell comedians, everybody got somebody that don't find you funny. You just hope they
2: don't all show up that night. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The worst so, part about the boxing game, yeah, though, Yeah, the judging is subjective. Very much so. You're going to have a judge on Fight Night that likes the way Terrence moves and, and that snap on his jab. And you're going to have another judge, if not two judges, that like the pressure and that, that forward movement that Arrow got. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's subjective, Very too, subjective. Right? Let me ask you a question. I always
3: wanted to know: How do it feel? Or does it ever have it ever happened in your career that you woke up one morning and just didn't want to fight today, but the fight is scheduled? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just wake up in the morning. Damn I just man. don't feel like fighting <laughs> today. I know I got to fight this month, but you just
2: you you get what I mean? Only you just don't, you, want to go you give on stage? A, yes. You Only know training. What I mean? Never fight. For real? Only training. It was days I woke up to train and it wasn't I just was like, damn, like I wish I could just tell my dad I don't want to train today. But he ain't trying to hear that. I've gone to the gym days and it was like I'm just here so I can leave. I'm not here, I'm not here to get the work in. I'm just here so that I can say so so I can yell that. I can take my butt home and go do something else that I want to do, you know? But I ain't never woke up on fight night and like, oh man, it's here. No. What
4: well, you gotta think? Earth. they uh What they do about 20, 30, So it's only so many nights they get for that moment. Yeah. With you, what you're doing? You doing two oh, night. hundred nights, two hundred times a night. Yeah. Man, I'm,
3: two a oh, Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm close to two two 300 shows. A yeah. Year. So they only so, get. Yeah. yeah. They ain't touching. them sitting there, but I I mean I always feel that when I watch y'all coming to the ring. And not that you're afraid of your opponent, mm-hmm. not that just goddamn it. I just don't feel like fighting it. Now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just, it's just, and you just, I don't feel like fighting That's today. That's a hell of a question. I'm you gonna know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you, what do you do? When you just like today, like that's impossible. <laughs> you bro. understand? Bro. It, I, I bet you, they might never. The elite guys ain't them. like that. Man. It's some motherfucker. You wake up. The it's day. some. Yeah, it's some you guys that like, You wake like, up. You
2: ain't expected to win. You know what you know I mean? Mean? You know mean? mean? That guy yeah. ain't expected to win. He wake up like ah. Oh, feel like de- this. we gonna this. deal with this right I'm, quick. I'm
4: gonna ask you something before I get out of here. You know, Mike Tyson said when he got him. You Yeah, I gotta go. My mom. I gotta. I thought you was
2: fronting. Like no, no, I
4: really gotta leave. Tyson said when he got up there with Evander, he looked at Evander. was like. Oh, Evander was ready to fight. Yeah. You ever said with somebody like, okay, I got to fight tonight?
2: Terrence, this is funny because Terrence, when we did the first uh, press conference uh-huh. and we were standing there and I was just like, "Just ready do regular fight today.
4: Oh, the day when you came out with the yeah. shirt? Yeah. had the shirt open and shit. He, I had the vest on, he he was, no shirt on. He played. I was, I was he sexy.
2: I'm still sexy, but it's just a sexy, a little different now. But we faced off and I was like, I was looking at, I was like, Yo, he's ready to fight today. Like, that's where his mind was, you know what I mean? But it ain't it ain't really been too many guys. I looked at him and was like, yo, this dude on a different level. That time, yeah. I had to get him to smile. <laughs> that smile wasn't coming. I had to get him to smile. You know what I mean? You said Ugas was intense. Oh yeah. Boy, Ugas was super intense. This is how intense Ugas was. And and <laughs> this is and this is what let me know that I had him too. Um, when he weighed in this was the weigh he he weighed in and he made weight and he was sweating a little bit and he and he like patted his chest and all this kind of stuff and when he got off the scale he started crying like like not not not, not whining but like just tears emotions emotional he was too emotional and i knew that he was going to be too emotional for the fight and i know a lot of people think that i lost that fight with the case be Go back and take a look at that fight, see how many times that's he was Big telling me to come on. Huh? And-
3: that's Beijing. That's <laughs> Beijing? Yeah.
2: Oh, that shit okay. clean up. Yeah, I see. What you yeah, think about man. him,
3: Ugas fighting on um, my boy Boots?
2: Uh, that's not that's not it for, for Ugas. Mm. I think when you have um structural damage to your face, those days are over. Getting in the ring fighting. Those days are over. And if they're not over, you need to be very, very choosy with who you get in the ring with and how much money you're making that night. Yeah. Because what happened to him against Spence, let's be honest, is it going to be any different against Boots Ennis? It's really not.
3: So how long you think it's gonna take for Boots to get this shot? Because you know they got an automatic rematch clause for this.
2: All, all that's, yeah. So Just that's he a good year away? Because they're gonna do this now, then they're gonna do it later in and February, then they, and then they're gonna move around. They, then they're gonna move on. And they're, they're gonna, gonna give be, him the belts. Basically. It'll be it'll be here. They're not giving them to him for the Vacant. sake of words. I mean, he was he was gonna do the best he could to take him. I'm not even gonna argue that he wasn't gonna take him. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I argue that he what that he you know he would he wouldn't take him. But at the end of the day, I mean that dude is just electric. Yeah. That dude is electric. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: He beat that Argentina last night. I was all yeah. stop the fight. Yeah. Uh, my mean, man was yeah. too tough for too oh, tough for his own good. Oh man, he beat him. Yeah. Hit him so hard. My TV it, moves
2: for me. And y'all know I ain't no <laughs> boxing historian, but the last time I seen some a performance like what we seen from Boots last night. Was uh, a Roy Dang. Jones type fight. That yes, was it was. That's that looked like Roy Jones all yeah, day and yeah. all oh, night. It was, it was beautiful.
3: He was just beating them at and um and this is I, I I follow him and I'm looking forward to it, but I know he's not gonna get a title shot for another year. At the minimum.
4: But I'm okay with a, stand on this I'm, with who? a stand Stan onis next. Oh, i Stan uh, Onis. know Lithuanian right? fighter. Yeah. Okay, he's supposed to fight Virgil Ortiz, I'm okay with Keith Thurman. Yeah.
3: Ugas? Yeah. Oh, he'll beat Keith there.
4: Yeah, man. Man, Keith. Remember Keith was that
3: guy? Keith, Keith, ain't, Keith ain't fought since the barge broke up. It's, you know, <laughs> light-skinned brothers, man. You can't get these light-skinned brothers in there. These non-fighters. Yeah, come on, man. Keith ain't fought <laughs> nobody, man. Keith been gone. Pacquiao beat him. He was 400, It was a good fight. Oh, man, he was 400, Come on, man. Listen, man, he moved That's up to 147. You gotta catch this shit little, quick, because I'm like, <laughs> You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Come on, man. You, you, stop it. You understand? That's sacrificial lamb. Put. The only reason you keep getting the fight is because his name is Keith. <laughs> you understand? Keith keep keep with an F. You gotta keep with an M. You Ain't you
4: know Keith the two-time world champion? Well, yeah, when my
3: mother went to high school. Let's man. let's talk about something relevant. There's no way it's he, sitting gonna light like you up, bro. This
4: <laughs>
3: you, you, Sean, gotta take all this heat. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying who, my man, Boots, gonna fight to keep him current until he gonna get a title shot. Cause anybody can tell they already got a built in for
2: mandatory rematch between the two champions. As as long as these two guys fight, this young man is gonna be chasing them. I don't even think he gonna stay at 47 long. I think he gonna get them belts at 47 and say he did it just so he can move up to 54 to get them.
4: Mm. They and gonna the fact, be gone and, by then. He gonna be gone. And he, and that, if, them boys ain't that young.
2: No, yeah. But but if I was Boots, that's what I would do. Because how do you, how do you maximize your time as a fighter, and your visibility as a fighter is by putting your getting yourself in the ring with other big big names or great names. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Who he, he got to fight? But even if he don't get them, the fact that people see him chasing them will do enough for the, for for him in terms of who he is as a as a professional boxer.
3: I was at a what fight was that? He was uh he was trying to talk to uh, Earl Spence then saying yeah, he wanted well, to fight him back in LA. Yeah, in LA I was at that fight. He was like, "Come on, and I and I, and I like boots." I was like, "They're not going to fight you cuz there's nothing for mm-hmm. them to win." Uh, that or, was huh? like that's, I that's like it's
2: like being the senior running back and you got the the freshman running back yeah. trying to take your spot. You're going to look at it like, <laughs> you can talk all like you go want, to. but I'll be getting the ball on Friday I, I night. Be get, <laughs> I'll be getting the ball, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not,
3: you're not going to touch this field yeah, yeah. until Long either I here. go to another yeah. team, yeah. Yeah. or yeah. I get all the money I am, and we'll yeah. do a trade out and I'll let it go. And yeah. that's the sad part of it, because I would love to see him fight even one of them off the win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to see him fight Bud or him fight Earl.
2: Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Great fight! Oh, like
3: oh, it'd be great. You saw his fight
2: last night, right?
3: Of course. Yeah. Oh, I followed all his fight. I, I supposed to been at uh, Comic View to relaunching. of I said I'm. I'll be there a little later. I oh, got to wow. see. I got to oh, see my. I, 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 I love seeing great fighters fight, and th- he can fight, and he's well disciplined. You know what I mean?
2: I was hoping to get him on the show because when I was watching him last night, I thought about the movie with Russell Crowe, Beautiful Mind. You seen that movie, mm-hmm. right? Remember in the beautiful mind they showed how he saw how he saw things how he saw numbers and he could find the codes and stuff right. like that just how his mind worked. Mm. I really want to know how Ennis's mind works. I want to know if he sees or feels something a little different from the average fighter. For the sake of words, for well, me, I could, I, I kind of, mm. I, could, I knew what you were gonna do before you did it. It mm. was just this sense that I had. I knew what you were gonna do before you did it and I really wanna know like what's going through your mind as this fight is happening. Well he
3: was perfect for a boots, let's be honest. He He, was perfect for his style. He he coming forward and that was my argument. We said that too. I mean he was I mean, if you was a promoter and you was promoting I love boots. But if you was a promoter, that was the perfect person for
2: him to look good on. Especially coming off yeah.
4: after the last performance. Yeah. I mean, you saw I, the last I, one, right? Yes.
2: And did that make you feel like, oh, Boots might not be who I thought he was? Well, no. Because but then see, you had a lot of people, oh, we no, seen Overrated. We seen,
3: uh, uh, no, because see, like fighters, just like com- comedians, you can practice a joke all you want. You only get one chance at it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, man, the things you see is just, your your timing is off on it. He won the fight. yeah, And he was impressive enough to win the fight. Sometimes you're not gonna be impressive like he was last night. Not gonna always be. The worst thing you can do as a champ, as a fighter, is try to live up to other people's expectation other than winning the fight. You know what I mean? Keep the W's coming. Yeah. That's all.
4: That being said, man, it's been a blessing. Blessing, I brother. Have go, I have to go to church. <laughs> well, please pray for Very all good. of us. Oh, yeah, I will pray for you. Pray for everybody. You get all the prayers. I got yeah. you too, my brother. Oh, no, no, no. No, you thought I wasn't going to pray for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, my prayers go straight to God. Oh, that's lovely right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: You got you got your cookie. You got what I gave to you? No, I don't need that. No, you do need this. Listen, man. What, you, what you do with it? This, the, the, No, because I went to service today, and it was all about serving others. I was trying to serve you. You took my water trying to help. Oh. <laughs> uh, damn. <laughs> I lost my spot. Uh, did, you, did you watch anything else other than that that fight last night? I watched the whole card. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I watched him. I like another young brother. I forgot his name. He's very impressive. He also would be uh, with uh, Al Heyman and uh, there's some young good fighters coming up. Yeah. yeah? They're yeah. good fighters. Yeah. And it's, it's a game. But I want to see them fight each other the same way they do in um, UFC. Because they have to understand, you know, other than the pure fight fans, you know, they're not getting no traction outside of that.
2: The the difference between the UFC and boxing is boxing has more history. And boxing still, it has basically this structure of you got to fight four-rounders, then you got to fight six-rounders. Then you got to find eight, 10, then 12, You and, and you build yourself all the way up. No. The UFC don't have that model. UFC is just, we all, I don't know, what is it? Six? They, well, how many rounds is it? UFC?
1: Five. Yeah. Five, I think. Five, yeah. five, how many? Five, five, rounds? five minute rounds.
2: Five, five minute rounds. Yeah. Everybody just comes out the blocks doing five, five minute rounds. I don't think so they all do. But there's really, but there's no true building process yeah. the yeah. way that there is for boxing. Boxing, it just takes time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um I honestly I would like to see it take less time. I think that uh, fighters have enough experience as amateurs where they can come into the professional ranks and not spend as many time as much time fighting in fours and sixes and, and
3: building that. Well up, I, mean, I mean just fighting, period. Yeah. I mean the problem is your primary look just like this fight shouldn't it took 2 years for them to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your public is fickle. They're not going to sit around here. Yeah. Because we we want to it's like, man, I eat hot dogs. I want to know how it's made. <laughs> Give me a hot dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make the fight. And the, the problem boxing had is takes too long for the what the people want to see. Yeah. For it actually to materialize, yeah. to it to be in the ring. Well, when you and look, people at, lose their interest.
2: You look at the fight between Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. That was yeah, just two different levels. Right. But the facade of who Ryan Garcia is, his following, and things like that, his and he wasn't you know taking nothing from him. He was electric in his fights prior to Tank Davis. Big knockouts. He got knocked down by Luke Campbell, gets up and knocks out Luke. You know things like that. He had a, he had a great story. But he wasn't X's and O's, strength, stamina, speed, the whole nine. Not the same level as Tank Davis. Yes. And so the, the, the thing is, you have to, uh, uh, along with building the fire up to get them to that point to be in the 12 round fight, you also have to build them up outside the ring. That following outside the ring, and a lot of times it doesn't really happen to where you get like with Boots, for instance. Boots outside of the boxing world is really not that known at all. Arrow's got got Dallas. Arrow's got people around the world who know him. Boots is still getting there, but it it serves Arrow no no purpose getting in the ring with Boots because he doesn't have that same status. Exactly. You know what I mean? But see, so, why, yeah. but why you want to see it? It's like. We can make that excuse all day and all night that it ain't worth it. It don't make sense. I'm bringing all the defense to the stands and he's not doing anything but getting in the ring and possibly beating me. You right, know what I mean? right. So, you know, it's just the X's, the, the X's and O's of the business. You know, the mathematics of the business doesn't add up to uh, boots in either of these guys right now, which is why we get them and we get an immediate rematch. On top of that, the rematch is more than likely going to be necessary.
3: No, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there, God's will, to see a great <laughs> fight. I'm looking for a Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns type of fight. I know he don't want to be uh, compared to any yeah. other fighter, yeah. but that was a great fight, and I think uh, we're gonna see, and we'll see which way they do it.
2: Man, bump that! I was trying to be compared to Marvin Hagler all my career. I was doing the best I could to be Marvin Hagler.
3: Marvin Hagler was a was a dog of all dogs. Yeah. You know, Sugar Ray Lennon is my man. So yeah. uh, I took it with a grain of salt. That, yeah.
2: You that know, went. when he beat him. Yeah.
3: And he really outpointed him. I was sophisticated with, with the expectation what Marvin didn't understand that the whole world thought he was going to do the Sugar Ray Lennon with George Foreman, supposedly, did to Ali. Mm-hmm. And when he survived it and was impressed with it. Yeah. And like you said, it is subjective with the judge. Of mm-hmm. course, those things. And and I was so surprised how slow he was comparatively of hand speed. Yeah. That it the, the disparity of his hand speed with Ray even at that point. Yeah. Really, you know, that too. are like God damn.
2: It was Ray being the smaller guy. Even coming up to right. sixty, that yeah. that that speed at the lightweight carried over. Yeah, and Marvin just being the bigger man just clearly was not as fast. You know? it was now. and didn't really have a style yeah. too to to go one, one, one for two. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I think that that's ultimately like where the difference was in the fight. It was. That speed, and if you're subjective to seeing a lot of punches and a lot of spurts, yeah. then that's what you judge, with. you yeah, know what I mean exactly. And again, you know what I mean, from a judge's perspective, who taught you how to judge that fight? You know what I mean? Who taught you how to,
3: who, who told you what to look for? You know that's mean? America's darling, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, a Pepsi yeah, with his son, true, true, you understand. True, so, true. You, you you knew damn well you was going in as the villain, yeah. you know, as the bad guy, yeah. you know, so you had to get that. So, to I me, that's
2: the point that I want to see boxing get back to where Boxing, where fighters are on late night televi- televised shows, and you know, what I mean, we starting to see obviously podcasts is moving and all these other things, social media and stuff like that. So we're more visible. But I like the days where you saw Ray on um, the Letterman show, you saw Tyson on, on all of those night, late night shows. To me, that was that was a special time in boxing. I think that we getting back there.
3: Well. <sighs> Some of them gonna have to get a personality. Yeah. You understand? a <laughs> <them> Personality. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You yeah. have to articulate it. You can't. From being an entertaining point, you have to be entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you sit on the couch, we have to sit here and make people say, "I want to go see this man fight." Yeah. And have them buy into your cause and and. Like Don King said, man, you need a personality yeah. infusion. You yeah. need somebody make a person want to come see you yeah. to the fight and yeah. a lot of fighters don't have that.
2: Let me go through these fights real quick uh okay. just so that I can do do my audience there uh they're just do they come here to see um see us recap the fights every single week and things okay. like that. So uh you guys saw uh on the zone early in the day they had Pacheco versus guy Gall- Gallegos. Um Pacheco, I told y'all, man, he he's next coming um, the the pressure that Gallegos was bringing the entire fight was that was some real pressure. But the kid stayed calm, he stayed smart, continued to turn. I didn't even know he could move like that. So super super impressed with uh, Pacheco with the fight, and then even with the stoppage. I mean, monstrous knockdown and stoppage um, from Pacheco. Uh, continue to watch him, man, and right there in this corner of uh, Benavidez. So um, you like Benavidez, don't you?
3: I want him to get a shot, man. Coletto won't fight him. Uh none of the Houston twins wanna fight yeah, him, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but Benavitos is my man. Yeah. Benavides is my man.
2: I think he's a fight away from being a big star in Yes.
3: Sport. I mean he's a monster. Yeah. He's a mon- And yeah. now he got his life together. I always
2: say, um, I always say as a fighter, um, sometimes it's a matter of what you say or what you do that can help. Enhance who you are and your your celebrity or your status in the boxing ring, and I think that I mean he's putting on the, the consistent hard fights where he's just in your face, Jason type style, hunt you down, power breaking you down, and and get you up out of there. Obviously, he didn't get Caleb Plant out of there, but come to find out, he said I didn't want to knock him out; I just wanted to punish him. I they did. That. <laughs> right? oh, he- played. and so I think that for him it's like it's a matter of obviously you got the canelo fight that canelo fight you become an instant star after canelo, and not to say that every fighter has to be a star that you know you got you gotta be a star in boxing, but stars are what's gonna carry this sport you know what I mean well
3: I mean to be quite honest with you um I couldn't be an average fighter and be a fighter if yeah. I'm not going to be a star. There's yeah. too much sacrifice yeah. for to be in this sport, just to be average in this sport. I need it. Those days are over with. Yeah. The life-threatening of the conditioning, the sacrifice that you have to make, if you're not with the goal of being a superstar, mm-hmm. this is not the sport to be in. Yeah. You don't play boxing, yeah. you understand? Yeah. So if you into boxing such as self, and you man to man, you putting your life on, you must walk in there with that Terrence Crawford mentality that I'm the greatest, the best, and I'm striving for greatness. If I hear you want to be all right and you just want to go in there and get your ass whooped, <laughs> I, have no spe- I, I, have no, I have no respect for that. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. no, because, is why are you just in front of your kids, in front of the world, just constantly scheduling an ass whooping?
2: <laughs> constantly
3: <laughs> scheduling an ass whooping. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> constantly
2: two times a year scheduling an ass whooping. Again, man, um, with 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 this podcast and what I do, my, with me as a as a as a, a I, I want to be a symbol of boxing to just enhance the sport itself and bring bring more eyes to the sport through this podcast and the other things that I'm doing. One thing that I do on this show is I always try to offer advice and we always do motivation at the end of the show. Okay. The advice I want to offer right now is that for these fighters that when you turn pro and everything that you saw Showtime Sean Porter do and Errol Spence Jr. and Deontay Wilder and Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson and Ali, Roy Jones, Mayweather, all those things you have seen them do. It's great to want to do all that, but add to that wanting to be a star. Must Fighters be. turn pro and they want to get to the belts. They want to be champions. Fighters don't turn pro and want to be stars and want to be looked at as, uh, as symbols of, 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 of honor and, and the warrior and all that kind of stuff. They just want to get to the belts. We just want to be world champions. That's great, but want to be a star too. Because the faster you learn how to become a star, the faster you'll get to the championship title. Look at Ryan Garcia. Right. He got to a, real, a Royal Championship title because of who he is and his stardom. And no disrespect. Again, no disrespect. No disrespect,
3: but you also have to say this because I got to go too, and I see you do. I um, The quickest way to the star, being a star, means you're going to be properly compensated for taking the chances <laughs> yeah. that you're taking for yeah. So that's why I'm saying killing mediocrity, if you just in it, yeah. nine out of 10, you're not going to be financially compensated yeah. for that ass whooping that yeah. you're getting.
2: Yeah. You hit it. Um, I'm not even going to finish all this. Uh, I appreciate you guys for tuning in to the Portaway podcast today. I got um, Earthquake here with me. Well, worldly we known uh, a comedian right here, man. Happy to have you on the couch. I do want to shout out real quick, uh, Kid Austin, Floyd Schofield, magnificent talent right there. He, I know y'all seen him on the zone last night. He took place in uh, the championship fight that was supposed to take place between um, Staniones and Ortiz. That fight was out. Uh, uh, Schofield put in and was just dynamite the entire night against Rhodes. Great fight. Um, we'll check y'all back next week. I do want to tell y'all real quick. Aunt and I, we will be down in Dallas this coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're doing the SportsCon down there. Um, SportsCon weekend, Dallas, Texas. Uh, It is the largest interactive sports fan experience ever. Uh, Supposed to be over 150 uh, athletes there. NFL, NBA, WWE, uh, track and field, WNBA, Um, the list goes on. Michael Irvin's gonna make an appearance there. I saw Emmett Smith down there the last time I was there, just a star studied event. Uh, if you guys want to come out, you're more than welcome to. You go to the website and, um, you go to the website and you can order the tickets there. The website is uh, gosportscon.com. We'll be uh, live doing shows, so make sure y'all catch the Portaway Podcast live. And y'all know how I like to do with the Twitter. i let y'all know exactly when we're going on and when we going off. We'll be live on the Portaway Podcast Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then on Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., we're going to take some breaks. We're going to get as many athletes and stars on there as we can. We, of course, going to talk... Uh, Spence versus Crawford, and we're just gonna have a great time again. If y'all in Dallas or y'all passing through, come check us out. Sports, uh, sportscon.com. And, um, this is the show, and this is the port away. But I, I do got some motivation before we got out of here. We got motivation. Go ahead and get the, some uh,
4: motivation. You got Listen, the Kevin uh, um, Hart video too. You want what? that? You want to run the Kevin Hart video?
2: Yeah, hey, yeah, I, I do. I want to promote our Patreon real quick. I had a great opportunity to do some things with, with Kevin Hart over the weekend um, and, and his whole crew. Uh, let's run the video real quick.
3: I'm sure by now you've seen the video when you fought Terence Crawford
1: after the tenth rounds cold.
2: Woman. They looked at him. It's a cold movie breaking out the time. Yeah, show me that. We talked about that yesterday. We, we, we yeah, we didn't talk about this. Talk about that. No, no, but no. we talked about you talking about me fighting like people. Trust me. Don't <laughs> 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 do that. I'm, I'm sorry. After,
1: after the ninth
2: round, people told him
3: that he was down. He was like, You see him in the corner? He's like, I'm down? I'm like, nah, he's like, Nah, down. And he says, He said, I'm down. When he came out in the next round and he knocked you out.
0: Do you? <laughs>
4: that's right. Anyway, I hope you don't treat your that friends. That's going to be your friend, bud. I don't know. That's your boy. I goal, don't goal. know. After seeing that,
3: did that bother you more?
1: Than, because uh, the uncommon boxing fans probably think, oh, he realized he was down. He could have done that shit the whole fight. He took things seriously in that round and got him out of it. So I want to know, did that piss you off Sean, a little bit more? Sean, before you say something. You see, this is what the show this when I'm doing. Watch do. Right sure, first of all, showing you're here because we want to celebrate you. An amazing talent, you are. And a future Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. In the square Thank box. Honest, Be honest. Right? Not only a future Hall of Famer, but Sean. Sure,
0: when I look back
1: at your career, I look at a man that's not only achieved the highest levels of success, but a man that now sits on the commentating side that breaks down the future success of those coming
0: Now,
4: go
2: ahead and answer my This is how you speak from the heart. That's how you speak from the heart. Yes, sir. So we had a great time with Kevin Hart doing uh, Straight from the Heart show. Um, He did announce that he's uh, leaving the show. He's going to let his guys just take over, which I think is pretty cool. That show is in in a space that he feels is is worthy of uh, continuing on without him. Pretty cool. But um, go to our Patreon. For slash TPWP, and you'll see all exclusive uh, content. Um, Me hanging out with Kevin Hart and the crew, and some other things that we've done. Um, We're gonna do some extra stuff down there in Dallas. Hopefully, get around to seeing um, Mr. Spence while we down there. That will be on the Patreon. I told y'all that this Patreon was gonna start really exploding, and there it is. So, uh, all the content right there on the uh, exclusive content right there on the Patreon. Uh, Also, uh, rival.com, rivalboxing.com forward slash TPWP15. You get 15% off anything you order, not everything, but most of the stuff you order at rival, rivalboxing.com. Motivation, two things before I go. Um, At church today, the pastor spoke on dying to self and basically um, what that means is we are here to serve others. Um, So what we need to be doing daily is making sure that we're giving back, making sure that we're blessing others, making sure that we're uplifting others, making sure we're motivating others so that they can get a better life out of themselves, better production out of themselves to their family, to their close friends. And so I just want to put that buzz in your ear, man. We are all here to serve and whether you like it or not, you need to figure out a way to make somebody else smile daily. That's what you do when you get on the stage.
3: It's the best gift in the world, laughter.
2: Yes, sir. And then the other side of this motivation, I know I always try to motivate people who may be down and things like that. I want to motivate the people who are looked at as, um, you're, if you're responsible for making sure that somebody's having a good day. You know what I mean? If you're married, you're responsible for making sure your spouse is smiling and is happy in life. If you got kids, you're responsible for making sure those kids are safe, making sure those kids are having a great life, and making sure those kids are being productive in whatever it is they did do at home, school, the list goes on. Number one, you need to understand that somebody needs to be uplifted. You need to figure out ways to positively motivate people to do what they got to do in life. We all need somebody next to us that can push us forward and not hold us back, you know what I mean? So if you're there, you got you got responsibility, take that responsibility. Um, honor that responsibility and help those that are around you by just positively enforcing, giving them uplifting messages, encouragement in order to get them out of the ruts that they're in, in order to get them out of the moods that they're in, in order to get them out of that. Um, depression or, or, or whatever it is, that unhappiness that they may be in, that sadness that they may be in. You can always uplift somebody as just encouraging words and love that comes from your heart. That's how you uplift those who are feeling low. And The other side of the, all of that, man, is you got to love on everybody. Love on those who need help. Don't look at them like they don't deserve your love because they're down and out. Give them more love because that's when they need it the most, when they're low. You know what I mean? So, hey, take that responsibility. Uplift others. And always love them. This is the Porter way.
1: Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles.
0: Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, AllTrails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of AllTrails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast.